All right, all right. Okay, okay. What's up, everybody? It's LZ Talks Facts right here. Gonna spend some facts, like always, of course. It's a beautiful Monday morning here in the Bronx. I just want to take this time and wish you guys a happy Martin Luther King Day. I want to share one of my favorite quotes from Dr. Martin Luther King. The Yankees actually posted it. If you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you, but whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. That's one of my favorite quotes right there. From Dr. Martin Luther King, the leader of the American, a leader of the American Civil Rights Movement. God bless Dr. Dr. Martin Luther King, one of my favorite heroes right there. Easily one of my heroes. And God bless that man. All right, guys. So this episode is my NFL and is my NFL, NFC and AFC championship games predictions. Just wrapped up the NFL divisional games this weekend. We saw some pretty good games. And now we're in the championship games right now. On Sunday, we got the Bucks and the Packers and the Bills and the Chiefs. That's in the order right there. The Bucks and Packers play at 3 o'clock. And at 6.40, the Bills and the Chiefs play each other. So we got Brady versus Rodgers and Allen versus Mahomes. So we'll start off with the first game, obviously, between the Bucks and the Packers. We're getting Brady versus Rodgers. I'm really hyped up to see this game. So first, we'll start off talking about the Bucks, But, of course, we're going to recap the New Orleans Saints season. So let's talk about them because yesterday, most likely, was the last game that Drew Brees ever played. And it really is a, sh- it really is a shame to see him walk away. But we know he's 42 years old. He's just coming off the 11 crack ribs. He just celebrated his, 42, his 42nd birthday on Friday. So a happy belated birthday to Drew Brees. Um, and yesterday, he didn't look good at all. He just looked bad. Like, he looked bad. The three interceptions yesterday just didn't look right at all. You know, the best part of the game from the Saints was Jameis Winston throwing a dime for a touchdown in the second quarter. So it seems like it's going to be Jameis Winston's team moving forward if Drew Brees officially retires. You know, if I had to choose between Winston and Hill, I would go with Jameis Winston. Because Taysom Hill is just, you know, you know, he's like that utility guy. Like, he can run, he can receive, he can throw. It's crazy. You know, it's pretty cool. But I see it being Jameis Winston's team moving forward. But Drew Brees had a hell of a career. If yesterday was the last time we ever saw him on a football field, and he had a hell of a career. You know, he won the Super Bowl in 2009 with the Saints when they beat the Colts, you know. He just had one hell of a career. It really is a shame to see him walk away, if that's even true, because a lot of people are saying it's true. But he hasn't come out and said anything yet. He hasn't said anything yet. But he's a 13-time Pro Bowler, seven times. <laughs> seven times he led the NFL in passing yards. Four times he led the NFL in passing touchdowns. He was Comeback Player of the Year in 2004. He's Walter Payton. He was a Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year in 2006. He was a two-time NFL Offensive Player of the Year in 2008 and 2011. He was also the Super Bowl MVP in 2009 when they beat the Colts. And I always forget he was drafted by the Chargers. I always forget about that. And then he went to the Saints in 06. He was drafted in 2001 by the Chargers. Was there until 05. And he's playing with the Saints so on. But definitely one of the greatest quarterbacks. One of the greatest quarterbacks that never win a ring. And let's take a look at his NFL records. So he's got most career passing yards, most career pass completions, highest single-season completion percentage at 74.4%, most consecutive games with a touchdown pass, most pass completions in a season, most 5,000 yards passing yard seasons, highest completion percentage in a game, 96.7%, 
most touchdown passes in a game that's tied. Fastest player to reach 50,000 career passing yards, 183 games it took him. Fastest player to reach 60,000 career passing yards, it took him 215 games. Fastest player to reach 70,000 career passing yards, 248 games. And first player to reach 80,000 career passing yards in 286 games. So he had 571 touchdowns in his career, 243 interceptions, 80,358 80, passing yards, and a passing rating of 98.7. So we already know when Drew Brees is eligible for the Hall of Fame, he's going right in. It is a shame, though, he never won an MVP. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time to never win an MVP. And this was a nice wholesome moment after the game. <clears throat> There's a nice wholesome moment after the game right here. We saw like Tom Brady throw a touchdown pass to Drew Brees' son, so that was nice. They were talking after the game, and that, and that was nice. That was really nice. That was the last time we ever saw Drew Brees on a football field. So be it. It's done now for him. Then you know we can, you know I think they said like he might be working for NBC after he retires. So that'll be nice. He'll get a nice gig out there, which is good. Like somebody said Fox, but I think another person said NBC. So I think I believe it's NBC. So at least that'll be nice. So we'll see where that goes, but um, listen, he had a hell of a career, easily. One of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and like I said, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time to never win an MVP, which is crazy. But my best goes out to him, you know, I, I highly doubt he's going to be here next season. For the Saints, you know, he, he's, you can tell that he's done. He didn't look right yesterday. He looked very off. I think it was the injury right there, you know, the 11 broken ribs, you know what I mean? I think right then and there, he probably knew that he was done. And he did all he could, but yesterday he really struggled, didn't look right at all. You know, even Tom Brady for the Bucks. you know, even though the Bucks won 30-20, to 20, Brady kind of looked, eh, it wasn't like, you know, a shootout between these two guys, which I felt like it was going to be. But like I mentioned, the Bucks were going to beat the Saints. It didn't matter. It didn't matter if the Saints beat them twice in the regular season and embarrassed them. It all comes down to the playoffs. The Saints beat him 34-23 and 38-3, and the Bucks said, all right, we're in the playoffs now. Things are going to be different. That's what I said. Things will always be different in the playoffs. That's just how it is. And the Bucks wound up winning. And I'm, ha- I'm happy for the Bucks. I really am. You know, Brady and the, you know, Brady's really turned this organization around. He really has. You know, all the weapons he has in Evans, Godwin, Gronk. I know AB got hurt yesterday, so we'll see. He plays on Sunday, which I believe he will. You know, Bruce Arians coming in. He's really turned them around. It's a whole different, you know, culture change out there. And the Bucks got a great defense with Devin White and JPP. You know, defense is pretty dangerous. Doesn't get talked about enough, to be honest. That's just what I feel. They got three interceptions yesterday on Breeze, except I could say the last one wasn't his fault. But it really was a shame to see Breeze go out like that. It really was. But with the Bucks now, but the Bucks now going into Green Bay, going into Lambeau, it's gonna be something. It's gonna be something. Before we talk about the Packers, once again, my best wishes go out to Drew Brees on a hell of a career. You know, thank you for everything you did for the game, man. God bless you and your family, and you had a great career and enjoy retirement. If this is the last time we ever saw you on the football field, enjoy retirement. Enjoy retirement, my man. You deserve it. Thank you. And we'll see. Like I said, moving forward. It seems like it's going to be Jameis Winston's team because he talked to Winston right down the sideline. And it looked like he said, this is your team now. That's what it looked like he said. And if he said that, then you know what? It's going to be Jameis Winston's team next season. 
I'll look forward to seeing that. I really will. Because, you know, Winston isn't a terrible quarterback. I know 30 interceptions last year or last season back in 2019. I should say, you know, I mean, that was bad. But I feel like he can really turn it around in New Orleans. I feel like he can. But now we'll talk about the Packers. But first we'll recap on the L.A. Rams and their season because the Packers beat them 32-18. to Like I said right there, that Rams defense was not going to be able to contain Aaron Rodgers. That's what I said right there. And I called it. That's what I said right there. They were not going to be able to contain Aaron Rodgers. And they couldn't. And I watched a little bit of that game right there. And I saw the uh, touchdown pass to Devontae Adams right there. And Jalen Ramsey was complaining. Well, he didn't have a right to complain because they were supposed to switch. And they would have had Adams contain right there. But he was wide open. It was an easy touchdown. So you can say Ramsey's a bitch. Everything. I mean, I've said that plenty of times. But he had every right to complain because they were supposed to switch right there. And Adams wouldn't have been open at all. And then Rodgers did that amazing pump fake right there, going into the end zone for a touchdown. I was like, oh, my God. It's a bad man right here. The MVP right here. This is the MVP. Just he torched the Rams' defense. He straight up torched them. They had nothing. Aaron Donald was playing with the rib cartilage, you know. We know he wasn't 100%, obviously, but he busted his ass out there. That guy's a fucking warrior. Just, you know, the Rams... Didn't have enough, and they had chances on offense. See, this is what would really cost the Rams the game. They took a timeout with 40 seconds left in the second quarter, and they were pushing down the field for a touchdown. They were right there in the red zone. They were getting closer and closer, and they took a timeout. And they had no timeouts left, obviously. And then they scored a touchdown. There was like 29 seconds left. I'm like, you just gave Aaron Rodgers so much time. And then he threw a couple dimes, and then Crosby hit the field goal. I was like, you gave him way too much time. You may think 29 seconds is not enough. You may think, oh, it's not enough time. It's plenty of time when Aaron Rodgers is on the field. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. You just gave him so much time. I knew something was going to happen right then and there. And I wanted the Rams to pull off an upset, but they couldn't do it. It just wasn't enough. They were crawling back into the game, but it wasn't enough. We know Goff was playing hurt, so it is what it is. But the Rams, you know, they had a really good bounce-back season, you know, because 2019 season was very lackluster after they just went to the Super Bowl the season before. But they really bounced back this season. You know, Goff, I felt like he played a good season. I will admit that. He played good. You know, Cam Akers was great at running back. You know, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods at receiver. And the defense was elite. It was like, it, you know, you could say it was the best defense in the NFL. You could definitely say that. <clears throat> I don't think one game should, you know, I don't think one game to define them as overrated. I wouldn't say that at all. And just once you run into Aaron Rodgers, you better step up right there, and they just couldn't do it. It's a bad man right there. You just can't stop him. It's hard to stop him right there. But you guys might be surprised who I'm going to pick. That's all I'm going to say. But still, the Rams had a good season. That was a nice bounce-back season. Like Sean McVay is a great head coach, but that was a boneheaded timeout call right there. With 40 seconds left in the second quarter, then 19 seconds later, you score a touchdown, but then 29 seconds are left on the clock for that bad man Aaron Rodgers. And what happens? They wind up getting a field goal and they extend their lead. I'm like, you, you, you can't do that. You just can't give him that much time. You, you could give him, Jesus Christ, you know. Listen, you could give him 10 seconds. That's still not enough time. You better make sure the quarter is over or the half is over. Because please, that's just how it is. You cannot give this guy any time. You just can't. You straight up can't. 
It's all insane. But the Rams had a really good season. You know, like I said, they bounced back, you know. The worst part of the season was losing to the Jets, obviously, which I was really surprised. And I didn't, I didn't take them seriously after that, but they did beat the Seahawks. And then you got Jamal Adams on Twitter and everything, like smoking a cigar and everything, talking about the Rams, talking shit. I'm like, bro, you got knocked out in the, in, in the first round. You guys were first round exits. You lost to the Rams. You lost to the Rams. You're acting like you would have won the divisional game. You wouldn't have. You wouldn't have won anyway. The Seahawks haven't been to a championship game since the last time they went to the Super Bowl in the 2014 season. That's the last time they went to a championship game. So why are you talking shit right there? Like, get the hell out of here. Like, seriously? Like, Jamal Adams is such a cancer. I swear to God, he's such an asshole. Jesus Christ. Like I said, he's a great safety. Actually, no, he's not a great He's not a great safety. Let me take that back. He's not a great safety. He's not a great safety at all. He's really not. Like, seriously, we're going to be completely honest. He's just not a great safety at all. He's really, really not. Like, he can get to the quarterback and everything, but he cannot cover at all. He really just can't cover at all. He straight up can't. Like, oh my god, that's been proven. Like, seriously. Oh, but it is what it is. But still, the Rams had a great season. The Packers, you know, they played a really good game. Like I said, the Rams' defense was not going to be able to contain Aaron Rodgers. Like, that's what I said. And it's the truth. They weren't able to do it. They just weren't able to do it. I called it. But with this game right here, you know, Brady versus Rodgers. Oh, this is going to be a great game right here. This is going to be great. I'm really happy we're getting to see Brady and Rodgers in the playoffs. You know, I've been won that in the Super Bowl for so many years, but now we're getting it in the championship game. Yeah, this being the NFC championship game, which is crazy, but this is going to be a great game. I feel like, yeah, it's going to be way better than the Bucks and the Saints. We know that for a fact. I'm going with the Bucks. I, can, I cannot doubt Tom Brady. I can't do it. I seriously can't do it, even though a lot of people are going to pick Green Bay, I feel like. You know, because you could say, oh, but you said nobody can contain Aaron Rodgers. I'm just saying it's going to be a back-and-forth game right here. And the Bucks, they destroyed the Packers earlier on the season. They destroyed them. I know you can tell that was in Tampa. This is in Lambeau. I think the Bucks are going to be able to get to Rodgers this time. Again, they're going to get to him as well. They're going to get to him again. Because they destroyed him back in the boys like October, these two teams played. And the Bucks ran all over them. They came out all fired up after losing to the Bears. And with Jamal Williams, fucking nobody saying, at least my quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, know what, you know, what's third down, fourth down, some shit like that. And what the Bucks do? They blew him out. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, Rodgers threw the most picks in the game right there. It was, like, two interceptions in the season. He threw the most picks right there in that game. Where he threw, like, two interceptions that game. I feel like the Bucks are going to get to him again. That's what I feel like. And I feel like Brady's going to have an amazing game. It's not going to be, like, against the Saints yesterday where you look kind of like, eh. I feel like we're going to see a, a really back-and-forth game between these two teams. We're going to see a real back-and-forth game. And I see as the Bucks coming out on top. 
That's just what I see right there. That's just what I see right there. I just see it as the Bucks, you know, they're going to come out on top with a victory. And they'll be going to the Super Bowl. And yeah, I saw the tweet and everything. Tom Brady's been in the NFC for one year. Oh, my God. And he got to an NFC Championship game before the Dallas Cowboys have gotten back to an NFC Championship game. So, yes, I've seen the tweet. I don't want to hear it. Jesus Christ. I get it. All right. I get it. <sighs> it is what it is, though. But we're going to see a really good game here on Sunday. It's going to be the best game, you know, out of the two games here in the Championship games. And I'm just sticking with my pick. I'm going with the Bucks. you know. You could say you can't doubt that bad man, but I can't doubt the GOAT and Tom Brady. I just can't. And the weapons he has. Like I've been saying, people have been taking the Bucks very lightly. They haven't taken him as a threat like or as a Super Bowl contender. They have not taken him as that. They haven't. No, Nobody really has. Oh, they only beat bad teams. They only beat bad teams. Well, is Washington a bad team? They have a great defense. Their offense, you know, really surprised a lot of people in the wild card game against the Bucks. Are the Saints a bad team? Absolutely not. And did the Bucks beat them? Uh, I think they did. And did they not beat the Packers early on in the season? I believe they did. So I don't want to hear that false narrative. Well, they can't beat good teams. I mean, they were, they have. They have. And they're going to beat the Packers again this Sunday. I know you could say all oh, the regular season doesn't, like I've said, like all oh, the regular season doesn't matter. But I see the Bucks getting another win over the Packers. And I believe there's going to be a stupid person that's going to go on Twitter and just say, Oh, Brady can't play in cold weather. Somebody's going to say that. Somebody's going to say that. There's going to be some idiot that's going to say that. And I'll be like, you know he played in New England his whole career. And he's dealt with cold weather his whole career. I'm saying there's going to be one idiot that's going to say that. Just watch. I can guarantee that. They could either be a troll or they could just be really stupid. But just, just watch. But it's going to be a great game. It's going to be amazing. But I'm sticking with Tampa. Now we get to the next championship game. The AFC championship game between the Buffalo Bills... And the Kansas City Chiefs are now the Chiefs' third straight year. They're going into the AFC Championship game. So this is going to be something right here. So, you know, we'll start off with the Buffalo Bills. And, of course, we'll recap the Baltimore Ravens season. My best wish is to go out to Lamar Jackson, who got blasted right there in the fourth quarter against the Bills right there. And, you know, Bills Mafia, you know, was donating to Lamar Jackson's favorite charity after the game. So that was really nice and wholesome to see. There was that one Bills fan... That said something really stupidly pull up the tweet for you guys. I actually have it saved on my phone. Where is it? Uh, right here. Yeah, right after Lamar got hurt, this dumbass Megan, like I said, her full ad, when she deleted her account, she said, Lamar Jackson is the biggest baby. Goodbye. In all caps, goodbye. Hashtag Bills Mafia. And she got ratioed so fast, like right away. And she only had like 13 followers. And she got ratioed like crazy. I guess when you pull up the hashtag... Right there, Bill's Mafia, and everybody saw that. I was like, ooh. Once I saw that, I was like, no, 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 no. And then she made her account private, and then she deleted it. I'm like, it's like, seriously? Come on. Get the hell out of here with that shit, please. So stupid. What a coward. Just ran away like that so quickly. Stupid, 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 stupid. And then what? She'll probably, she'll probably come back on Twitter eventually and say, oh, I'm sorry for what I said. Like, no, you meant what you said. There's... There's no taking it back, but the good people in Bill's Mafia was, were donating to Lamar Jackson's favorite charity after the game, so that was really nice to see. I mean, they also did the same thing for, um, for Andy Dalton. 
you know, when the when the Bengals beat the Ravens back in 2017, that got the Bills into the playoffs. Like all Bills Mafia was, you know, praising Andy Dalton and donating to him as well, which was really cool. That was something. Bills Mafia, I mean, listen, other than that one stupid bitch right there, they got great fans. They really do. They seriously, seriously do. But with the Ravens, though, you know, um, I got to admit, though, the Ravens' defense really was able to contain the Bills. They only held them to 17 points, which wasn't bad. It was pretty good, you know. Like, you know, they held them to 17 points. You can't blame the defense at all, you know. When it was 10-3 Bills late in the third quarter, Lamar threw that 101-yard pick six right there. I mean, that was bad right there. That was a pretty bad play. It really was. Even, like, you know, Lamar didn't look that right at all during the game. You know, Josh Allen, he didn't look that great either. It was mostly defensive game right there because, you know, you have two great defenses in the Ravens and the Bills. And I got to say, though, the Bills did bounce back after, you know, allowing 24 points to the Colts. They held the Ravens to three. And the Ravens' offense is way better than the Colts. Way better than the Colts. And the Bills held them to three points. Bills' defense stepped up right there. I think that was a a wake-up call after the Colts game that they were going to step up against the Ravens. But my best wish is to go out to Lamar Jackson. It was the center's fault right there. It really was. Like, the center was atrocious for the Ravens in this game. Like, absolutely. I was like, oh, my God. But I hope that Lamar is doing okay, and we'll see him next season. You know, he's going to be going off next season. He went off right here when he came off the COVID list. He just went off. He proved, you know, why he won the MVP last year. And he's not overrated. He's not overrated. He's seriously nice. He's won a Heisman. He's won an MVP. He got to win. A, he finally won a playoff game against the Titans, you know, the week before. So he's got a playoff win, you know. And even though I picked the Bills, I was secretly rooting for the Ravens to win. It would have been nice to see them get to the championship game, especially now, you know, Lamar versus Mahomes would be great. But I'm happy for the Bills, though, because I do love the Bills. And I, you know, I'm happy they're in the championship game for the first time since 1993, which is really cool. Like, all right, that's nice. And their fans were going crazy and loud, the two games right there in the wild card game, especially the divisional game. It sounded like a sellout crowd. For, you know, for 6,000 fans, almost 7,000 fans, it sounded like a sellout crowd. It really did. And that was really nice. But, um... I mean, listen, the Ravens, you know, they were, like, what, they like 6-5 and five at one point. They lost to the Steelers, and after that, they won their last five games and got into the playoffs, you know. I thought they were done after they lost to the Steelers, but that's when they had most of their players were out, you know, due to COVID. But then they all came back, especially Lamar, and Lamar looked like MVP Lamar from last season. And they deserved to make it to the playoffs. They got that playoff win over the Titans, you know. It was a shame they lost to the Bills, but... I just felt like the Bills' defense was going to be able to contain them, and they really did. The Bills' defense woke up after against the Colts because I was kind of, like, concerned about the Bills after the game against the Colts because the defense allowed 24 points. But they held Lamar and the Ravens to three. And that was really a shame to see Lamar go down. It really was. It really, really was. Getting hit in the head right there. But that was hard to see. That really was. But I hope that he's doing okay, and we'll see him, you know, we'll see him in the Ravens again next season. They're going to come back even stronger. You know, this is going to be a bold prediction. You know, I feel like, well, I don't know that bold. It most likely will happen. They're going to win the AFC North. They're going to. We know the Browns are going to be up there. The Bengals are a couple years away. The Steelers are going to be horrible. You know, the Steelers, they might be last in the division next season. They might be, even though, well, I mean, listen, we said we all said the Steelers, like a lot of people said the Steelers weren't going to even have a winning record. And look what they did. 
So, <laughs> we'll see. But my best wish is to go out to Lamar and hope, like I said, hope that he's doing okay. And we'll see him and the Ravens again next season. But, you know, the Bills, they played a great game against Baltimore with the defensive wise. You know, Josh Allen offense, he looked, eh, he was okay. You know, we know the Ravens defense is really good. So I understand, but. In the end, the Bills got the win right there. The defense stepped up, only allowing three points. I was really surprised that they only allowed three points. I expected, you know, a lot more points in this game, but both defenses stepped up right here. And we all knew that was the game right there. When the pick six happened, it was over. We all knew it was done. But the Bills are moving on to the AFC Championship for the very first time since 1993, and I couldn't be any more happier for them. And to be honest, they're not huge underdogs going to this game in Kansas City. You know, it's not like the Bills had, like, a... Like say like a nine and seven record, that would be underdogs. They, they were thirteen and three, and one of those losses were to the Chiefs, and it was in Buffalo. So win this be sweet revenge for the Bills. Just win the feet. But now we'll go over to the Chiefs right here for a second. We'll recap now the Cleveland Browns season. I gotta say though, you know, to all the Cleveland Brown fans out there, there's nothing to be ashamed about. You guys had a hell of a fucking season. You guys had a hell of a season. There's absolutely nothing to be ashamed about. I mean, you guys really could have won yesterday's game. We'll get to that in a second. But you guys had a hell of a season. You know, after that cancer, OBJ got hurt and everything. Because fuck OBJ. He ruins chemistry. Look how he ruined everything with the Giants. And he ruined the chemistry out there in Cleveland. But then once he got hurt and everything, the Browns were 5-3 and three when he got hurt. I believe they were 5-3. and three, And they finished 11-5. and five. So what does that tell you? OBJ's a fucking cancer. That's what he is. It's just, it's what he is. He's a piece of shit. He really is. You know, he, he causes headaches for everybody. You know, the Browns, I didn't expect that. I did not expect them to make it to the playoffs, but they did. A great season. Baker Mayfield really stepped up this year. You know, their defense, you know, had its moments. You know, their defense isn't great. Their defense, you know, is pretty lackluster, but they had their moments. Yesterday, they held the Chiefs to 22, which wasn't bad. I was like, okay, you know that's not that bad right there. But, um, and listen, the Browns, they got a playoff win over the Steelers. You know, they surprised everybody right there. They're like, it was crazy. And they pushed the Chiefs to their limit. They seriously did. They pushed them to their limit. They seriously did. You know, what really cost the Browns the game was when Higgins was going in for a touchdown right there. Like, he was trying to, like, get the ball across the pylon, kind of like similar, like, with Derek Carr did a couple years ago on Sunday Night Football against my Cowboys. He tried to pull it across, and he lost it, and it became a touchback. But Higgins also did get hit in the head right there, so it should have been targeting. It should have been a flag right there for targeting. But, yeah, I mean, Higgins, he was he really trying to go out of bounds, but he was trying to get the touchdown right there, you know, and he lost the ball, and they called it a touchback, but it really should have been called targeting. It seriously should have been called targeting right there. And the Browns should still have the football, and that was the game changer right there. But then the Browns had another opportunity because Patrick Mahomes got hurt. He got hurt as well, and he was in concussion protocol. Even though he passed it, but he was out the rest of the game. You know, Chad Haney came in, and he threw a, a bad interception right there, and I thought maybe the Browns are going to win this game right here. But then the Chiefs had the ball 3rd and 14, and Chad Haney runs it 13 yards, 4th and 1. And right here, the Chiefs, they went for a 4th and 1. This could have really cost them their season, but Andy Reid... Balls of steel. One of my friends, Joey, actually mentioned he was in a no-lose situation because if the Chiefs would have failed and the Browns would have wound up winning, we could say, well, Patrick Mahomes got hurt. But then since it was successful, Andy Reid has balls of steel. So 
So it really was a no-lose situation for Andy Reid. You couldn't blame him either way, but that is something. And they went for a fourth and one. They got the first down. I was like, wow. Andy Reid, man, like, you got to love that guy. you got to love that guy. After all those years in Philly, you know, and he was great out there in Philly. He had some good teams out there in Philly. Wasn't able to win. Went out to Kansas City. They built up this great team. Win the Super Bowl last season. They have another chance to go to the Super Bowl. This season is their third straight year making it to the AFC Championship game. You know, things have really turned around for the Chiefs. They really have, which is really nice. But, um, like I said, with the Browns, though, nothing to be ashamed about. You know, the guys really could have won yesterday's game, but there's nothing to be ashamed about at all. They're going to come back even stronger next season. They will. They absolutely will. You know, I know Baker's probably hurting right now. I'm sure that he's hurting a lot, and so is everybody on the Browns. But especially Baker, because he always gets vilified and everything and shit like that. The media's always after him. But there's nothing to be ashamed about at all. Especially to the Cleveland fans, you guys should be happy. There's nothing to be sad about. You know, a playoff loss does hurt you, but you know what? The future is bright in Cleveland. It's taken a lot of years, but the future is bright in Cleveland. Nothing to be sad about. You guys are going to be great. But now... Talking about the Chiefs, so Mahomes did get hurt, but he did pass concussion protocol, so he is good to go for Sunday against the Bills. <sighs> oh, man. This game is tough to pick right here. It's not easy. It's really not easy. Because you look at the Bills, you look how that defense was able to contain the Ravens. I know the Ravens offense and the Chiefs offense is very different. We know the Chiefs have a better offense. You got Mahomes, you got Hill, and you got Kelsey. I know that. I know that. But the Bills defense, you know, that was a wake-up call against the Ravens. And they got all the momentum on their side. And the Chiefs, they did barely beat the Browns. And that's not a knock on the Browns at all. You know, everybody expected the Chiefs to blow them out of the water. They didn't. They didn't. Like the Chiefs, when you think of it, they were 14-2. But they haven't really been world beaters. A lot of games have been close. A lot, You know, I'm just saying, they haven't been world beaters. They haven't been blowing things out of the water. You know... I'm just saying. And the Chiefs' defense is kind of... Eh, the defense is okay. It's not elite. It's okay, though. They did beat the Bills early on in the season back in October. On October 19th, I believe. I think it was like 26-17, I believe they beat them. So, we know the Bills are looking for a redemption, especially going to Kansas City. All the pressure's on them right now. All the pressure's on them. You know, Josh Allen going into a road game right here. In the playoffs, we know the Bills haven't won a road playoff game in a long, long time. Especially the last two times they made to the playoffs. You know, they made to the playoffs in the 2017 season. They went to Jacksonville and only scored three points, even though Jacksonville's defense we know was amazing. But still, three points, ugh, that had to sting. And then blowing the 16-0 lead to Houston in Houston last season. <clears throat> so we'll see right here. And they've won their two playoff games, but they've both been at home. So home advantage, you know, obviously it means something. Now you're going into Kansas City, which is a tough place to play. Can the Bills, can they handle the pressure? Can they handle the pressure in Kansas City? I'm going to say yes. Yes. I'm going with the Bills. I'm going with both road teams right here. I'm going with the Bucks. I know a lot of people probably aren't surprised at me picking the Bucks, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people are really surprised that I'm going with the Bills. I believe we're going to see a Josh Allen-Tom Brady Super Bowl. That's what I'm going with. You know, the Bills, they've come over, they overcome a lot of adversity, even though they're 13-3. Even though they're 13-3, you know, Josh Allen's come over a lot of adversity as well. People thinking, like, 
that he's not a great quarterback, but last season he kind of proved that he is that he was okay, but this season he proved that he is really good. And I think he's going to be able to handle the pressure out there in Kansas City. I believe he's going to. You know, and we know Mahomes isn't going to be 100%, but we know it's Mahomes. We know Mahomes is going to have an amazing game. We know that for a fact. But I believe the Bills' defense is going to get to him. That's just what I feel right there. And I'm not doubting Mahomes at all. If I was a Mahomes doubt, I would have picked, I would have picked the Browns over him. And I didn't do that. I love Mahomes. But I just believe, you know, it's not just my heart and my head saying two different things. I truly believe the Bills are going to win this game. That's how I feel. That's how I feel right there. I mean, I really do want to see a Mahomes-Brady or Mahomes-Rogers Super Bowl. But I believe it's going to be a Josh Allen-Tom Brady Super Bowl. That's what I believe right there. And can you just imagine what the Bills do make it to the Super Bowl? Can you just imagine how crazy their fans are going to go after that game? It's going to be insane. The Bills are just they're one win away. They're one. They're right there. The Chiefs are now the third straight year making it to the NFC champ. Sorry, the AFC championship. Excuse me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The Packers are going to the NFC championship game for the second straight year in the Bucks. First time since, I think it's the first time since they won the Super Bowl in 2002. So it's a long time coming for them. But, you know, I mean, a lot of people are going to pick the Chiefs, though. We know that for a fact. We know that for a fact. But a lot of teams, you know, a lot of teams have been doubted in championship games that have been the road team, like the Ravens going into Foxborough in the 2012 season and beating the Patriots. You know, they were, we know they were doubted. They were doubted even in the divisional game against the, uh, the Broncos. And look what happened. But I believe, I truly believe it's going to be Bills and Bucks. You know, we're going to see a lot of people pick the Bucks, but I believe a lot of people are not going to pick the Bills. I can just see that right now. You're going to see a lot of people pick the Chiefs. But you act like the Bills are like a huge underdog. They're really not a huge underdog. They were 13-3. But it is true. They haven't won a road playoff game in a long time. But we'll see what happens, though. Those are my picks right there. And I feel like Josh Allen, this is going to be the best we're going to ever see him play. This Sunday. Right now, this is the biggest game of his career. Of his young career right now. This is the biggest game. Because if they go to the Super Bowl, then that's his biggest game. We know Bill's Mafia is like on the edge of their seats right now. Even though we're not even at Sunday right now. We all know they're anxious. We all know they're pacing around. They're right here. They're right there. It's in the palm of their hands. The Bills just can't screw this up. They got to go out there. We know they're going to be motivated. They got to be ready. They got to be ready. They better be studying their asses off. They'll be goofing off at all. You're right here. You're right there. You're so close. You're so close. Don't let it be like that Geico commercial where the fisherman's like, oh, you almost had it. Got to try better than that. Like, no, you have to take it. You got to do what's necessary to win this game. You got to go out there, play hard, and you better go out there and win. That's what you got to do. I believe in Bills Mafia, and I believe in the Bills. I absolutely do. And it's not only because I love their fans and I got love for the Bills. It's not like that at all. I just believe they're going to win this game. They got all the momentum riding on their shoulders. And they're going to be doubted a lot. They're going to be doubted a lot going into this game. That's, that's expected. We know that for a fact. With Bucks and Packers, it's different because it's Brady and Rodgers. With the Bills, we know Josh Allen really isn't established yet. Is he really a good quarterback? I believe he's a good quarterback. Is he elite? Not yet, at least. I feel like he will eventually soon. And the Chiefs, we already know Mahomes... What else can you say about Mahomes? It's fucking amazing. He's fucking amazing. There's nothing else you could say about him. He's amazing. He's a magician. He's elite. 
So it's all on Josh Allen's shoulders right now. That's what it's all on. But I believe the Bills are going to overcome adversity. And they're going to win this game on Sunday. And they're going to be moving on. And they're going to be moving on to the Super Bowl. That's my picks right there. So I'm, I'm going to say it right here. And the Bucs won't even have home advantage in the Super Bowl then. The Bills would. But, you know, we know the Bucs are hosting the Super Bowl. You know, Tampa Bay's hosting the Super Bowl and everything. But since the Bills have a better record, you know, they would be the home team, even though they really wouldn't be because it's going to be a Tampa. So, but you know what I mean. But I'm going with a Bucks and Bills Super Bowl. That's what I'm going with. That's what I believe. You know, Brady, Josh Allen, Super Bowl. It would be nice. It would be nice. And you're going to see Bills Mafia take over Tampa. I can guarantee that, even though we know it's like, what, like 20 25% capacity for that game. Like, we'll see what the, what the capacity is going to be. They'll probably announce it sooner if they haven't already. But we'll see if they change it. You know, maybe they'll add more fans. But we'll see. But it's going to be great. I can't wait for it. All right, guys. Well, I hope you guys enjoy this episode right here. You know, the next time we'll talk football, I'm not going to make my Super Bowl predictions, like, right after, you know, the championship games. I might give it, like, a week. You know, I'll wait till like, you know, the week of the Super Bowl. Like, maybe, like, that Monday, like, that week right there. That's when I'll give my predictions. And, of course, I'll review the game for you guys because I always watch Super Bowl, obviously. I'm going to review that for you guys. But, yeah, like, I'd, I'd wait a week. I would wait a week right there because you never know what's going to happen. you got to, like, see everything, of course. Let's see what happens. So, I, I would wait a week, obviously. I'm not going to do it, like, right away. Like, my pick can change. I know right then and there I have t- a lot of time to think about it and be like, all right, this is what I'm going to go with. So we're either going to see Josh Allen versus Rodgers or Josh Allen versus Brady or Mahomes versus Brady or Mahomes versus Rodgers. But all right, guys. I hope you guys enjoy this episode right here. I hope you guys have a great day. My next episode will, you know, barring any sports news that happens, my next episode will be most likely tomorrow afternoon where I'll be reviewing WWE Monday Night Raw. We're only a couple weeks away from the Royal Rumble, one of my favorite pay-per-views of the year. So we'll see what happens tonight on Raw. I'll read that for you guys most likely on most likely tomorrow. Alright guys, well, enjoy the rest of your day. I'll talk to you guys soon.